0: Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us once again on Red, White, and Black, an ongoing discussion about racism in America. I am Jared, your host, and with me is my good friend, Garen. Garen, tell us your full name, where you're from, and a little bit about yourself. Definitely. Uh, My name is Garen Dion Samuel. I'm
1: from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and uh, I go to UCL. Excellent. Now, UCO, for everybody who doesn't know, what college is that? That is the University of Central Oklahoma in Oklahoma.
0: Fantastic. I love it. I love it. Now, as we do on every single episode, uh, my name is Jared. I identify as Native American and white. Uh, I am mostly white. I'm a 16th Cherokee and am proud of my Cherokee heritage. How about yourself? How do you identify?
1: Uh, I identify as African American. Uh, I'm actually half Congo. Half Congo? Yes, sir. Really? Yes. Tell me about that. Uh, We did an
0: ancestry uh, DNA test, and they was like, yeah, you're half Congo, and I was like, wow. So do you prefer, because I know from um, people that I've had on this show and people we've talked to in the past, you know, African-American, black, they're not really pseudonyms. They're not not the same word. Neither seems to be too aggressive or offensive. So how do you feel about those two terms?
1: Uh, I really don't care for either term. Uh, I get where a lot of my fellow peers are saying uh, we're not— We don't know our culture from Africa, so why are we being called African-Americans? All right. Me, I really don't mind uh, black or African-American. It doesn't really matter to me. You're
0: cool either way? Either way. All right. We're going to speak in some generalities today, uh, knowing that I believe if we are going to really move forward as humans, we've got to seek individual truth. We have to know people individually. But if we're going to have this conversation, we have to speak both individually and in generalities. So on both, in general and specifically for you, what are some terms that may be offensive or combative? Uh, Just starting out, boy,
1: I hear that a lot. It's really from the older generation. Really? Yes. Seriously? Okay. Yes. I used to work at Chick-fil-A and every time, hey boy, can you get me next? Like, whoa.
0: Really? Yes. Okay. Now do you feel like, okay, so you said that's mainly from an older generation. Mm -hmm. Did they call everybody boy or do you think you were getting it just because you were black? if i was
1: reflecting i want to say it was just because i was black because they had a lot of other uh caucasian people on the team and they was just like hey sir instead of hey boy
0: really yeah okay now see that's honestly hard for me to believe i mean i totally believe you i totally believe you but i'm shocked right i'm surprised by that anything else
1: uh, not really. I really been surrounded by like a good environment and like culture, so I really okay. haven't really experienced that many terms since like everybody I've been around just been so like liberal. Okay, to say.
0: Okay, but All I right. just have
1: just different instances of uh, definitely racial profiling. I should say.
0: Okay, what is this? Can you think? And I know I'm putting you on the spot here. Uh, when have you been racially profiled? What have you can you have a story that you've experienced that you can share with us? So I always worked at uh Chick fil A
1: or Target. So when I worked at Target, I came with my hair uh fully braided in cornrows. Okay. But everybody thought that I was just this gangster and I even had the um the police called on me when I was walking into work. Even no though way. I had okay. the shirt on, the name tag, the whole nine. And, like, one of the uh, people in the parking lot was like, hey, somebody's coming in. He looks like a gangster. He's about to rob you guys. Like, get your uh, loss and prevention people out there right now. Seriously? Seriously.
0: Okay. Now, that's fascinating. I mean, that's that's interesting to me. That's where we get this term, white privilege, and uh, and that that would definitely be an example of white privilege, right? Like, you feel like yeah. that happened because—do you feel like it's because of your hair? It's because you're black?
1: It's a combination? It's a, definitely a combination. Okay. Uh, All right. I, I feel like since the hairstyles that African-Americans sort of have to do to kind of get their hair refined or look okay. good and the type of styles that we have to go through. And so when you have different African-Americans that usually are, you know, gangsters, because we do have those individuals okay. with the same hairstyles, they just reflect badly on everybody once they see anybody else with that same hairstyle.
0: Let's jump here. What do you think about what's going on right now in the world around us? I mean, we're in June 2020 recording this. Uh, We have riots, protests, rallies. How are you feeling right now? Uh, I just feel like a change just has to come
1: now. Like I feel like the African-American, like us as a people, the black people, we're tired of it. Okay, We've been going through it for so long of just killings and no repercussions for the people that's killing us that we're tired we're angry we, we see that change needs to happen right now uh you, it's just endless pages of police brutalities and nobody cares just because we're african-americans nobody cares
0: what do you say to someone who says oh, i mean white people are killed by the police you know nobody's doing a rally for them what's your response to that uh, I say that, um, of course, white people are killed
1: by the police, but mm-hmm. not as much as African-Americans. Like, uh, Of course, you do have those white people that are killed by the police, but usually they get the justice. But when it's African-Americans, you don't see the justice. Like, You see the police walking
0: away clean, free. So what do you think—what's the change that needs to happen? You say change needs to happen. I'm going to put you on the spot here. You know what I'm saying? I think that— as a part of our ongoing conversation, I, I want to I want to dig deeper. All mm-hmm. right, so I, I'm really going to press you here. What's the change? Uh, I know it's going to take time, but just
1: seeing each other as just humans, like just the basic, just a basic human. Like, hey, I'm not scared of him just because he has a darker skin tone than me. The first step is just treating each other as equals. It's going to be hard. It's going to be change. Uh, definitely <laughs> teaching our young ones and the ones after us that, hey, uh, just because they look different doesn't mean they are different. You know, all right. All that right. We're all in this earth together. We're all going through
0: things together. Okay. How about this? I'm a dad. I'm 38 years old. I have three children. How should I educate my children on race? I often feel like as a white person in America— I'm going to catch 22. Don't see race. Don't be colorblind. See race, but don't culturally appropriate. We are a part of an organization called Paradigm Shift. We have employees from all sorts of backgrounds. Uh, we have had people of all sorts of color at our dining room table, things like that. And at this point, I think my kids are probably a little colorblind. They're They're all under 10 years old at the moment. My oldest is about to be 10, so for some more context. But I even think if you just said, like, like, they, they literally only notice the difference in color of skin. As in, like, well, Garen is darker than Daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But it I don't even know. Unless I tell them today, hey, you know, Garen's black. They, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. it's a color, so they would be like, what do you mean he's black? He's brown. You know what I'm saying? Or he, why is, you know, uh, to rattle off other names, why is Bree's skin darker than ours? Why, you know, it's just, so, all that context. How do you wish I would educate my children when it comes to race? What do I teach them? Uh, actually, I think you're doing a great job right now.
1: Um, I feel like we should teach the children that the same thing that you was just teaching your children, like, hey, there's there's no difference between us. Okay. It's just they're
0: just they just have a different skin tone. See, okay, I'm gonna let's unpack that. All right, let's just have a brutally honest conversation. What you just said, I think, sounds great. But on the other side of the coin, somebody's going to get on Facebook and tell me, "I'm okay. You're teaching your kids to be colorblind." You know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. no difference. So you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, there is a difference. It's a different culture. It's a different, and you should respect that and respect the history. You can't just erase four hundred years of oppression. No, you cannot. I. Right. Oh man, you are right. And what it, there are travesties all around us. How do I skirt that line? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do we? You know. It's, so on one hand, you say not you, the general you, someone, the world. Hey. Right. We're no different. On the other hand, yes, teach the differences. What do you think about that? I'm just curious. How do we navigate this? Uh, to be <laughs> honest, I don't think there's like
1: a true answer kay. to it. Uh, but my answer or my perspective is yeah. just that, like, sort of like the co- colorblind. Like, I mean, that's just a human. Like, he's just a human. Okay. Treat him as one. You know, okay. it doesn't matter about his skin tone. Just treat him as a human. And I know the general population would be like, oh no. Cultural appropriation, like, right, no, right. what's that? But from what you said, it seems like you already taught them not to culture appropriate and mm-hmm. to respect Black culture. So I think you're okay. to a
0: fine job what you're doing right now. Well, it's a tough job. I'll be honest. I mean, you know, what I'm saying because, and in, in the end of the day, everyone's got to walk their own path and figure it out. And parenting's hard anyway, no matter what color you are. All right. So right. to all of my white parents, Black parents, Yellow parents, Red parents, it's hard. Being a parent's <laughs> hard. All right. So now we get into this. So it sounds like to me, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, so I'm just going to – it sounds like you're – if we're talking about terms, the term colorblind, that's not a trigger for you. You're like, I'm not too upset about that. Not at all. Okay, I'm just curious. I'm trying to get – because I think that often sometimes even me, I'm reading posts on Facebook, and I'm like, is this the general population or is this a minority of people who find this offensive, like the colorblind thing? And it's like there are equally as many people like, you know what? Okay, you're teaching you're teaching your kids that we're all human, and they may come out a little colorblind? That's probably better than we are right now. I mean, that's my right. opinion. You know what I'm saying? If it's like, okay, the worst thing that my kids do is think that we're all the same, and they are a little colorblind, I'd rather have a little colorblind than a little racist. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of yeah. where I'm falling. And I could be wrong, but that's kind of where I'm falling today. I just feel like that's the first step to like, yeah.
1: evolution, you know? I feel like yeah. that's just the first step that we have to take. It might, It's going to take time. Like, change doesn't happen mm-hmm. overnight. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a yeah. slow change, All especially right. over 400 years.
0: All right, you heard it. Garen says, I'm okay. <laughs> Colorblind not that big a deal. You heard it here first. So if you're out there, go ahead. Find us, Paradigm Shift Leadership on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Gripe at us. Tell us how wrong we are. Garen, thank you very much. You got anything out there you want to tell the world about? You know? You got, I mean, you are, You are. what are you doing with, the, what are you, what are you, what are some goals and aspirations? Give some people some hope. Because as I see young people of all colors, because that's where I work, man, we got some great young people in this country yeah. of all colors. What are you going to do to change the world in your life? Man. What's your uh, profession? What's you studying in college? What are you going to be doing? Right now in college, I'm studying to be
1: an accountant. So with that degree, I'm hoping just to bring, because I come from the east side of Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. and. We, it's not much there at all. Like, okay, Oklahoma is one of the top states for gang violence. So, okay, where I come from, gang violence, drugs is running rampant. So, okay, with my degree, I'm hoping to change the lives of my fellow peers, so I can show them, like, hey, just because you're from this demographic, you don't have to be a statistic. That you can do better. That you mm. can achieve and. Your goals can be higher than what you have right now. You don't have to be a gangster or a thug. Like, you can actually be, you can go to college and get your degree. You can break the curse
0: cycle. I love it. I love it. I tell you what, right now, listeners, one of my favorite activities. I'm going to say a word in your mind's eye. I want you to picture this word. Are you ready? Picture this person. I'm going to say a term and I want you to picture the avatar of that person. Are you ready? On the count of three one, two, three, picture an accountant. All right, picture an accountant. You got an accountant in your mind? Great. Now, the way we do this activity, you got that accountant in your mind. I want you to think, are they male? Are they female? Are they black? Are they white? Are they Hispanic? Are they wearing a suit? What does their hair look like? What you have revealed is some unconscious bias. Whenever you picture an accountant in your head, that reveals what you think an accountant is supposed to look like subconsciously. We all have unconscious bias. It's our jobs to work through that. I'd like you to check out, you can go to our ParadigmShiftLeadership.com staff page, look at Garen's profile pic, and see if that is the image that popped in your head when you think of an accountant. I would dare say for most of you, it is not what you are envisioning. So go to our website, check out Garen, and when you think of accountant, you can think of this incredible young man. All right. Thanks for listening today. I've been your host, Jared Murr, technically a minority. Thanks. Bye-bye.